Hi everyone, welcome to Career Chat. I'm your host, Grace Wyckoff. I'm a member of the class of 2023 here at DeSales and I'm a career ambassador. Get ready to hear from our professional staff, career ambassadors, members of the DeSales community, and of course, some very special guests. I look forward to all of us learning together. Now, let's jump right into it. Hi, everybody. It's Grace, and welcome to this week's episode of Career Chat. Today, I'm here with Nolan Beck. Uh, Thank you so much for being here, Nolan. Uh, To get things started, do you want to tell us a little bit about yourself? Yeah. So, Grace, thank you very much for having me on. So, obviously, like you said, my name is Nolan Beck. I'm a senior class of 2022 here at DeSales this year. I'm an accounting major on the data analytics track, and I'm also picking up a music minor. Um, You know, as far as career aspirations beyond graduation, in the short term, uh, I plan on uh, passing, hopefully passing the CPA exam, and I will start a job with Ernst & Young, a CPA firm, as a tax accountant in January. You know, in the long term, um, I think I want to find a way to sort of uh, find a space in between those accounting roles, which, you know, of which I've had in an internship and then which I will have, I hope to find a sort of a balance between that and, you know, the analytics side of things long-term. So yeah, that's just a a basic background of myself currently, you know, obviously we'll get into the different experiences I've had um, beyond the accounting world. Yeah, that's awesome. And congratulations on your upcoming position. That's very exciting. Um, So like you said, you had some other jobs and internships before this. And with everything just being about all of the big summer internships coming up, I wanted to kind of um, take a step back and focus on some of the other opportunities that students, and I know you, um, can have this summer and throughout the school year. Um, If somebody doesn't have or doesn't want an internship for whatever that reason is, I wanted to talk about how to write up and really sell these non-major related work experience or volunteer experiences um, or anything else that you can do to make money and gain valuable experience um, and how to kind of add that to your resume. So why do you think it is valuable as someone who's had a lot of these um, non-major related experiences to still um, seek out those opportunities? Well, I think that there are a couple factors at play, a couple of different reasons why um, it's still valuable. So firstly, and you know, this, for me, this applies uh, pretty handily. I think it just makes you a more well-rounded person to have different, um, different experiences like that. And in doing so, in making you more well-rounded, you become more employable as well. So the different jobs I've had, you know, focus on some different areas. Uh, you know, I was a lifeguard, um, for a couple of years. And I also had a, a head lifeguard role at that same uh, location. So that was more of a management role. role. So I got kind of the side of like, um, you know, dealing with customers directly in that regard, and also um, uh, managing a team, managing a staff. You know, I also worked at uh, Wise Markets, a grocery store, and, you know, a diff- very different role, you know, stocking shelves is what I was doing, but also dealing with customers there, but in a different setting. So through these different experiences, you know, you just pick up different competencies. Um, and like I said, it just, it, it brings you new skills, gives you a better outlook on, you know, how work goes and, you know, how to uh, handle yourself, to conduct yourself in different situations. Um, so, you know, that, that's one of the big, uh, big benefits of having differing experiences. Another is just adapt. Adaptability, you know, being able to work on different teams 
and in different circumstances with different groups of people, that's very important. You know, always a draw for employers um, when they're looking at your resume. You know, they want to see that you've had good experiences with different groups because of that fact, because it means that you can work with different people in different scenarios. And then, um, you know, on a little bit more uh, a personal level, you know, I guess a little more intimate. I think that for me, you know, having those experiences definitely has kept me grounded because it's made me realize, you know, I am in a privileged position, you know, being in college, being able to get a, a four-year degree, not everybody is in a situation like that. Um, you know, the vast majority of the country, in fact, most of the population and most people around the world aren't in a situation like that. Uh, and that's not due to any, you know, special um, innate talents or anything necessarily. It's just, it just has to do with the circumstances into which I was born. So, you know, having, a, having, having different jobs, um, like in retail, you know, in which a large portion of the country works, having experience in that, I think can help keep you grounded as uh, as a person who is in, like I said, a more privileged position, at least that's what it's done for me. Yeah, I think that's a really good reminder um, that we are kind of in a in honestly like a unique position, you know, being college students and everything. And I think that's a really good reminder. So as you've kind of gone through these different experiences and wrote them up, um, what we want to pull out are these transferable skills. Um, our career competencies. You've done a great job of that in the write-ups we were looking at. Can you kind of run us through some of them so people know what they should be looking for to pull out? Yeah, so uh, the career competencies, you know, um, these are, are going to be things that, you know, people already know implicitly, but, you know, it's good to explicitly highlight them. So um, things like, like leadership, um, demonstrating that you've been in a position where You've uh, led others, you know, spurred on groups uh, to achieve things. Professionalism, you know, just knowing a workplace environment and um, knowing the, uh, the norms in, a di in different uh, atmospheres. Communication, obviously, in any situation, communication is going to be huge. Critical thinking, um, being able to problem solve. Uh, teamwork as well, you know, like that, that harkens back to communication and working with others. Um, equity and inclusion. So, you know, uh, demonstrating awareness um, to include uh, different people from different groups. Technology, in our modern world, technology, you know, and digital technology in particular is just more and more important all the time. And then, uh, you know, career and self-development um, as well. Uh, professionally developing yourself and continually learning, essentially, is what that has to do with. So a lot of these things tie together, you know, like like I said, teamwork and communication go hand in hand. Leadership and teamwork obviously go hand in hand. Um, technology and critically thinking your way through problems with technology, you know, that's very important as well. So those are just, that's just a quick overview of uh, the things that you, you want to be generally highlighting with the specific experiences that you've had. Yeah, I think that's great. And then if you are in, an, are in a situation like this where you're looking to get some more transferable experience like this outside of an internship or something like that, where would you recommend to look for that? So in my own experience, I found success uh, looking at online, online job postings. So um, for DeSale students, you know, Handshake is a resource that they can use. Glassdoor.com, um, that's another job posting site, uh, also very helpful. Um, and then, of course, if you have a specific company in mind, you can always go to the company's own website. Most will have a careers page on their website that you can go to and find 
you know, jobs that will allow you to search by location, um, by uh, job description. So for example, uh, you know, when I was applying to work at Wise Markets, you know, I just went to the Wise company page, found the careers page and uh, looked for, you know, the location that I wanted to work at and I applied online through that. Um, however, that's not the only way to find these experiences. Um, talking to friends about the jobs that they get is also helpful. And, and in that regard, originally when I applied to WISE, I applied to the, the location in my hometown. However, they didn't want to hire somebody who was in college who would be leaving in the fall. So they rejected me. Um, and, you know, I was a little dismayed by that. But then I talked to a friend who applied to the WISE markets in the next town over and he got hired there. And I found out that, hey, they were still looking for people. So try that out. And uh, that's where I ended up getting the job. And then, you know, the other thing that's worked for me, I guess, is talking to family members. Um, when I was growing up, uh, my older sisters were working as lifeguards at the local pool. And so when I was old enough to work there, you know, naturally, uh, that got me to apply to that, uh, that location as well. And then um, one of the other experiences that I, you know, I think I maybe failed to mention earlier, I have a cousin who um, runs um, a, a small business of his own um, called Freak Asset Management. And so for that, um, that's like a, he, he takes homes, you know, and he, he flips them and then he rents them out, um, things of that nature. So I've done landscaping work and um, like home upkeep for him. And obviously that's a family connection. That's like about as personal as it can be. You know, I know some people work at family restaurants, um, family stores. Essentially, that's what this is. You know, it's just a cousin of mine who happens to have a business and I've done some work for him through that. Yeah. And with those jobs, can you kind of uh, run us through just briefly um, what skills you pulled out of those for your resume and kind of how you wrote them up? Yeah. So um, as a lifeguard, so this was at the Mifflinburg pool, my local pool. Um, this is a borough run uh, facility. So it's a public job. Um, uh, you have to be, I think it's uh, age 15 to start working there, which is why in 2015, that's when I applied. And that's when I was um, uh, hired there. So I worked there for six summers from uh, summer 2015 through summer 2020. I taught swimming lessons for those summers, um, except for 2020, uh, when COVID kind of got in the way of that. But uh, and then, like I said earlier, um, in, for two years, I was a head lifeguard there, which put me in more of a more of a management role overseeing some of the staff members. So the way I wrote that up on my resume, um, is I tried to, you know, express what I was doing, obviously, within the role, but also highlight the transferable skills, which I honed and which I uh, picked up. So, for example, um, for my head lifeguard role, one of, one of the bullet points that I have underneath that uh, position on my resume is I have oversaw daily operations of the Mifflinburg Park and Pool facilities and ensured staff members were compliant with their responsibilities. So that kind of expresses okay, so, uh, you know, this was a day-to-day -day thing. I was doing different stuff every day, managing um, some, uh, fair, some, some specific tasks, but I was also uh, leading a team. And so I had to ensure that, you know, the team was following the directions and the regulations of the pool facility. Um, as, a, as a lifeguard, just a regular lifeguard, I have became CPR certified, watched pool for hazardous behavior, prioritizing patron safety. Um, you know, including things like, you know, prioritizing patron safety, kind of a, a key phrase to, to highlight, you know, what's the goal, you know, that that's what, that's what a lifeguard does. 
But then uh, in conjunction with that, you know, at the beginning of that bullet point, I had became CPR certified, which demonstrates, you know, I had to uh, go through some sort of process um, in order to get the job in the first place. And, you know, for many of these roles, you're going to need a certification of some kind, even if it's just a basic one, like basic first aid, like, like CPR is. But in that role, also, I had to become water safety, water safety instructor certified in order to teach swimming lessons. So naturally, that's another bullet point that I include in there. Um, you know, moving on to uh, one of my other uh, one of my other positions um, at Wise. Um, uh, so, some of the bullet points that I have for that um, include just you know things like assisted customers and finding products throughout the store. So, uh, you know, that kind of highlights the communication aspect of things. You know, customer service, obviously, and then. Um, you know, it, it, bullet points don't always have to be so verbose, I guess. Um, you can have uh, simpler bullets that, you know, just express what you do precisely and, and don't necessarily always have to go beyond that. So another bullet point that I have for my grocery sales associate position would be facilitated the organization of pallets on shipment days. And, and you know, that I think that tells you, you know, what I had to do. We had, we had pallets of, of um product coming in. And what did I do? I facilitated the organization. You know, we had to, to get them arranged in the back uh, for optimal um, uh, for optimal stocking, you know, uh, to, to streamline the efficiency of our work. So just by saying, you know, I facilitated the organization of them, you know, it's not the most uh, glorious bullet point in the world, but, you know, it gets the point across. It tells the employer who's looking at your resume, okay, this is what you did. This is the skill that you used uh, to do that with. Does that make sense? Yeah, definitely. And with that, you, you know, created and um, executed a process, you know, that needed to be done. So there's something you can find in all of the, all of these jobs that's like definitely beneficial and very employable. And even with um, your lifeguard position showing room for growth and promotion, I think, you know, a lot of people will work the same place all through high school or all through college. And if you do get promoted, highlighting that, um, you know, that somebody saw these skills and wanted to, you know, use them in an even bigger way. I think that's something, you know, that's really good to highlight as well. So I'm glad you mentioned that. Yeah, no, absolutely. I think, you know, what you just said with, um, you know, when you're in a role for a long time and you get promoted in that same organization, um, you know, that really builds confidence in employers in, uh, your ability to stay in a role, you know, like it's good to have a lot different experiences, different jobs, but it's not good to have a new job every month necessarily, because what that would insinuate is that you've had some sort of issue at each one of those locations. So staying for long periods of time and then moving up the chain, like you said, definitely a great, uh, great benefit to have on the resume. Yeah, for sure. So you've obviously had a wide variety of um, experiences, and I'm just kind of wondering how, you know, more generally these have shaped you as a young professional and helped your uh, actual uh, career goals. Yeah, that's a great question. So, you know, let's start from the beginning then. Um, when I worked at the pool, when I got hired in 2015, that was my first real job. I think, you know, maybe I had done some you know, lawn mowing for a neighbor, something like that, you know, just basic stuff before that. But this was the first job. This was the first position I actually had that, you know, you'd consider a real legitimate job. Um, so I started the summer after my freshman year of high school. And 
because that was my first real job, that was really my first explicit experience um, having some type of responsibility in dealing with customers. Uh, so for that reason alone, um, that was a very influential experience for those first couple summers. Uh, and I think too, that kind of, you know, that was a little bit more relaxed environment, you know, it's a pool. Um, so you're guarding, you're on guard for uh, patron safety, but um, you know, the staff uh, is very supportive and, you know, that was just a good first job to have. Uh, but in being in a place like that, it it just got me started uh, thinking about, okay, what are the professional expectations in the workplace? Am I meeting those expectations? What do I need to do better? Um, am I conducting myself in the right manner? So that, for that reason too, I think uh, that, that definitely shaped the rest of the experiences that I've had since. Um, fast forwarding uh, to 2020, there were concerns that the pool wouldn't be able to open because of COVID. So I needed another job, um, which made me look around for something. And that's when I found the wise job. Um, now, as far as how that relates to my professional outlook, that was actually really useful for a reason that I didn't expect at all. So, you know, as I mentioned, I was, you know, I was stocking shelves um, at Wise Markets uh, with the product that would come in. And because of that, I, I saw, you know, the trucks with the, with the products we were stocking, I saw them come in, I unloaded them, I brought the products to the shelves. So I knew sometimes, you know, oh, we're out of this. Um, oh, we have too much of this. So we've got to keep some of this in the back until we sell all of the product that's currently on the shelf. So what that really did for me is it got me thinking about, you know, how the supply chain works and how products are sources are sourced and the the sort of problems that arise in, you know, a pandemic setting when certain things are super in demand, certain factories and um, operations have to be temporarily shut down and how that affects products down the line. Um, so I was kind of on the front end, of, front end of things, but I got a sense of how the back end of that supply chain, you know, was in turmoil. And um, because of that, you know, like I said, it got me thinking about uh, the business issues in the world, but it was just really interesting to see how, you know, the economic um, supply chain principles with timing and throughput and um, even related to my own accounting major, you know, managerial accounting in particular, how those principles that I had learned at the sales sort of played out in reality. So in that, in that sense, that job, even though it wasn't accounting specific, was just critical for me to, to help realize and actualize how those things that I learned in classes applied to the real world. And then, of course, um, when the pool did open up back up that summer, you know, I was working at Wise and I was working at the pool at the same time. And that's about the time when uh, my cousin started up his, his business and he asked me, you know, to help him out every once in a while. So because I, I was doing these three different um, jobs, uh, I was working some weeks, you know, upwards of 50 and 60 hours, um, which was great in the sense that I made a lot of money. but wasn't as positive in the sense that I was kind of burning myself out for the first time in a work setting. Um, you know, obviously, I, you know, I've been a student a long time. I've had really busy weeks academically, but I hadn't to that point really ever gotten to a place where I felt burnt out because of all the, the work responsibilities I had, if that makes sense. So I had to learn, you know, how to fit in things that I like to do, like, you know, working out, reading, watching Netflix, just to, to, you know, make sure I was in a good space mentally. And obviously, in the in the becoming a real adult, you know, um, 
having a, a, a more stable standard job, you know, going forward, you know, I think having that experience now is really going to help me down the line because now I have a better sense of what my limits are in terms of, you know, work I can do before I really start to, to, you know, feel down and, and I need a break. Um, I actually, you know, this was an unexpected, but, you know, I guess a, a fortuitous circumstance. My family was actually, we were able to go on vacation um, that summer. And so that was about mid-July after, you know, I had been doing several of these, you know, 50, 60 hour weeks. And that was without exaggeration, probably the most relaxing week of my life, uh, which really highlighted to me the necessity of taking time off and just recuperating when you have a lot of stuff going on. Um, it's tough to work that much in one week, especially when, you know, working out wise, working for my cousin, that's a lot of manual labor. You know, I was uh, digging uh, some like trenches for my cousin so we could put in some um, uh, like piping. And then, you know, I, I covered it up. We had to make it look cosmetically nice. So, you know, I was shoveling piles of stones and, you know, rocks and wheelbarrowing these uh, big things around. So I'd work for him in the morning and then I'd go to wise in, in the afternoon and I'm picking stuff up all day, you know, um, uh, hauling around like pack packages of uh, water bottles and Gatorades. And, you know, some of those get pretty heavy too. So, you know, having all that in mind, I think that, you know, I learned that, you know, I do need to take those breaks and I need to budget my time to make sure that I, uh, I do things that will allow me to recuperate. And so that, that's sort of the, the, the lesson that I'd like to pass on here, you know, just highlighting that importance. Um, again, it's always great to have multiple jobs, but you know, you need to know that you're in a situation where you can handle it. For me, it was the summer. So I was able to do, to do that. When I went back to school in the fall, um, you know, the summer, the, the pool was only open for the summer. So I wasn't doing that anymore. My cousin, you know, I, he knew I was going to be several hours away, so I wouldn't be able to work for him. Now, for Wise, I could have transferred to a store closer to the sales, but I decided I, I don't think I'm going to have time for that. I, not, I need to focus on my academics. I need to focus on tennis. I need to focus on other things I have going on at the sales. So I can't work at Wise right now. And that's, that's how, what I did. But when I went back uh, over winter break, I picked, uh, I picked some shifts back up again at that point. So all that to say is, you know, these experiences and, you know, the hours I worked, the things I got to see, the things I got to learn, they've just completely like shaped my outlook on my own career path and, you know, the world around me. And I can say with absolute certainty that having those experiences made me all the more prepared when I was applying for an accounting related internship um, in the fall of 2020 and spring of 2021. And I, I eventually ended up getting one which I did this past summer in 2021. But what got me to that point was learning all these things and gaining all these skills that I could highlight and, and show that I had uh, done and learned and refined to employers when I was looking for those internships. Yeah, I am so glad you said all of that. You put all of that so well. I think that's exactly what I was trying to, you know, what, what was my goal of doing this podcast is to not only highlight the value of um, taking what you can from each job. And obviously I would highlight and, you know, um, demonstrate that to an employer, but as also learning the life skills that go with a lot of those first jobs. Um, and I'm so glad you talked about, you know, 
how you learned what work-life balance means to you and what works in that sense um, for you as an individual. And I'm so glad you said all of that. That was so well put, Nolan. Okay, so if you have anything else you want to add, Nolan, we can throw that in now. Yeah, just, um, you know, maybe one more thing. Um, so, uh, you know, one of the things uh, that, you know, I haven't talked about yet, but, uh, you know, you kind of alluded to earlier was, you know, volunteer experience and how that can also help fill out your resume and your your professional portfolio. Um, and, you know, that's one of the things, you know, in working in the Career Development Center, sometimes, you know, you come across resumes or students come in and you're working with them and they, you know, they really only have, you know, maybe one job, one, one thing they've done, and then their academic experience. And they don't know what else to put on because they haven't had multiple jobs. And, you know, like I've alluded to, it's great to have those different experiences in different capacities, but that doesn't always necessarily have to mean that, you know, that was a paid role. A lot of people have done volunteer experience through a church, uh, through a campus, through high school. And those are also um, great experiences to highlight because you can get some of those same, you know, uh, competencies from those volunteer experiences. So just as an example, um, I've done some time uh, uh, volunteering for Habitat for Humanity. So what sometimes they do is they'll take volunteers to help, you know, build a house from scratch. And that's so that's the sort of experience that you might not necessarily devote time to every single day, every single week, maybe not even every single month. But that's the sort of thing where you can go to a build on a random Saturday for like six hours, and then you can come back three months later and help out again. And you'll learn the same sort of skills like working on a team. Um, you know, those are really hands-on things. So, uh, um, you know, following directions from, you know, a supervisor. I, you know, I don't really know much about building a house, but if somebody tells me, oh, we need you to dig here, you know, this, 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 uh, can you vacuum, you know, all the, the sawdust off of this, you know, the, can you clean this, you know, I can, I can do stuff like that. So following directions, working with others, um, communicating, and, um, you know, working for the benefit of others as well. Uh, those are all things which you could pick up from an experience like that. Some people help plan and run fundraisers. That shows, you know, a sense of, um, you know, financial literacy, you could highlight that in, in a resume if you've, you know, helped put on a bake sale or something like that. So what I, what I want to stress also um, is that, you know, work experience is great, but so is volunteer experience. And that can also, it, it has its place in filling out spots on your resume. Again, when I'm, when I'm working with students on their resumes, uh, sometimes, you know, we'll, we'll call set the different sections they have, different names, depending on the experience experiences they have. You know, you tailor your resume to yourself. So sometimes that means that you list your work experiences in a section called work experience, and then your volunteer experiences in a section called volunteer experience. But then what you might also have is you might have community involvement or campus involvement, something like that. Let's say you're in a club on campus or excuse me, you are on an athletic team. Employers love to hear about that. They love to know that you can manage multiple roles. And that doesn't even have to be volunteer or work experiences. That could be oh, I'm a part of the DeSales University green team. So, you know, we sponsor environmentally friendly, uh, you know, fundraisers, you know, we, we clean up uh, trash on campus, things like that. You know, you could be a part of the Student Nursing Association. You know, I'm, an, I'm a nursing major, so I get involved uh, doing things related to, the, to SNA. Um, you know, like you said, unexpected places, it doesn't always have to come from work experience. 
doesn't always have to come from internship experience. doesn't always have to come from volunteer experience. It could be those uh, clubs and organizations that you're involved with. Um, and, you know, you might have drawn from your high school experiences earlier in your, in your time earlier, you know, like when I uh, came into college, all my experiences were obviously high school experiences, but then as you do more and more things in your collegiate career, you'll be able to, to update that, uh, to reflect, you know, your growing passions, your growing involvements and um, the refined skills, which you've had. So that's the only other thing I, I wanted to add, because, you know, I thought that was valuable to throw in there as well. I definitely agree. I think that was very valuable. Um, this has been so good. This was exactly what I was looking for, Nolan. So I'm so glad that um, we got to talk about all of this. I think it's something really important, especially now with all of the summer internships, you know, really getting into full swing. So thank you so much for being here, Nolan. No, thank you very much for having me. I appreciate it. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Career Chat. Make sure to follow the DeSales Career Development Center on Instagram, Facebook, and Snapchat to keep up with all the wonderful things happening, including this podcast. I look forward to seeing you in the Career Center.